What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Renderos Bros. The Renderos Bros podcast coming live from Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, you know, one of the greatest, the greatest, one of the greatest cities. That was an imitation of cop sirens. It's fucking horrible. Oh, man. Um, yeah, dude. So what do we got on deck this week? We got the beer of the week. We have the beer of the week. It is Prison Pals Caterberry. Katy Berry, you know, Katie like Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Oh. oh God! Uh, now you get it. I still don't because I don't like Katy Perry or Katy Berry. <laughs> the fucking. Uh, you know I was what? saying going Cadbury because of the Easter. So uh, oh, Rush Cadbury. Oh, yeah, that's fucking what it is. Cadbury. Cadbury. Yeah, the fucking lion. Yeah, the lion rabbit. Or, yeah, or, lion no, rabbit. The lion, the, the lion is dressed like the rabbit, right? Yeah. In the classic commercial by uh, Cadbury eggs. Yeah, this is a Rawr. a prison pal's uh, Katy Berry. Uh, smoothie yeah. series number four. It is a craft beer, of course, made in Dural. Does anybody uh, know where Dural is? It's in Florida. That's right. <laughs> it says it on the can. <laughs> I also uh, remember from the last time we drank. Uh, let me see if it fucking says uh, uh, a little saying on the back here. It's just a blue fucking can with a bunch of little fucking raspberries and berries all over the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've already... Uh... Cracked open this motherfucker and give that uh, a shot. Since last night, our very our berry friends had a little extra fun and came up with this smoothie-style brew that perfectly content, combines some sweet and sour notes. When asked to comment on their brewing party, Blackberry said, it's blacked-out blur, but I'm pretty sure it ruled. And Blueberry, <laughs> Blueberry added, this Friday night, we'll do it all over again. Uh, so just put it. Uh, just put it. Uh, put some uh, pop songs on and taste some Friday night on a can. Yeah, that's the thing. Friday, uh, you know, pop songs uh, again. Katy my, Perry. My shit's all fucking glossy, and I have to keep spinning the fucking yeah. can in a circle. Yeah, smoothie smile. Uh, I don't particularly. Relative I will say this: relatively sourness is on to me. It has a can. very clamato aftertaste. It's very interesting. Oh, man. I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just me, but I, I again maybe it's just because I'm not a fan of sours, but like that's what I'm picking up on, the blend of the raspberry, blueberry, that, and blackberry. Dude. I'm definitely not looking Ras- forward to that because raspberry, cause blueberry, of what and you just blackberry. Described. Yeah, I don't know. It's got a very to me to me a clamato aftertaste. It's kind of weird that kind of tomato Crack juicy finish. It's fucking. It's so bizarre. It's supposed and to be berries, it's, it's fucking. Yeah, it's supposed to be berries. Tomatoes are berry. But I, let me tell you something about so, that I came across. Oh like, god! Let me come. Fuck! Me, I just smelled the fucking drink right now. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. The, like it's, it's the best. Yeah. So I came across a page on TikTok by L. Does this expire? <laughs> <laughs> L Hayam dot y'all on on um, TikTok, and she had a very interesting thing uh, called the butterfly effect kind of thing um, theory. Yeah, where one thing will affect other things, and you never know and how things change, are going to go. Yeah, yeah. So she walked everybody through how the CIA led to the downfall of Ellen DeGeneres. It was fucking crazy because it all makes sense, right? The Muhajadeen were invaded by Russia in the late 70s and early 80s. The United States helped secretly fund the army to hold off the Russian invasion. Yeah. And who was part, not part of the Muhajadeen, but also ended up being part of their crew? Osama bin Laden, uh. who created Al-Qaeda 
and Al Qaeda led to September 11th and the tower attacks. Yeah. Who happened to be in New York City and saw one of the planes hit the building? Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance, who in created My Chemical Romance out of being like just traumatized by this event. Yeah. And then it inspired Stephanie Mayer, who wrote the Twilight series after having a series of dreams of a shiny vampire named Edward Cullen. Yeah. Who inspired E.L. James to write Fifty Shades of Grey, the fanfic Twilight's turned into BDSM storyline, uh-huh. which then led to the movie being made. Yeah. The movie is made, and who is hired? Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson ends up going on the Ellen DeGeneres show at the age of 29 to promote the film. Okay. And Ellen DeGeneres throws it in her face like, you didn't invite me to your party. So Dakota, Dakota Johnson said, I'm sorry. I, di- I didn't know you wanted to come. So yeah, for yeah. her 30th birthday, decided to invite Ellen onto the show. I mean, onto to her party, her yeah, 30th yeah. party. With the second film coming out, Dakota Johnson goes onto the Ellen DeGeneres show. And Ellen's like, hey. Thanks for inviting me to your party. I didn't get an invite. Dakota Johnson, remembering how Ellen had reacted, said, no, no I invited I did. you. Yeah, I did invite you. Which then led people into investigating Ellen DeGeneres' behavior off camera. And then things started going and spiraling out of control that CBS had to investigate her and ended up canceling the show after 19 seasons because of her behavior on the set and being such a terrible person. And that's how she connected the CIA to the downfall of Ellen DeGeneres. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just was like, my head exploded because, I mean, in a way, it it, it all makes sense. And when you look it at this- It just connects, that's it. Yeah, it, it, no, it connects. But like, it, just how it all connects, it still, it, it, it feels very like, you know, like nobody w- would have known that all this would have happened, right? Like nobody would have ever thought that these connections would have any sort of tie to one another. But in a way, yeah, the CIA is responsible for the downfall of Ellen DeGeneres yeah, and yeah. also for the attacks that happened in New York. Um, <laughs> you, you know, but like, fucking, it's, all, I just was very, very impressed by people making these connections. There was another one in the comments fucking section. Crazy. That's, a ton, that's a ton just to get back just to that. Yeah, and it was a, there was a one that said, you should look into Star Trek Voyager leading to the election of President Obama, um, a television show, which I'm assuming has to do with probably some of the executive producers and actors and they, how they tie to eventually leading to probably connecting yeah. Obama getting elected into office, which is fucking hysterical. Um, the just- producer for this Star- Starship Troopers movie was uh, roommates with uh, Obama. Basically, you know, like, it's it's basically like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon without the Kevin Bacon aspect of it all. It's just, you're just connecting stuff, but through historical events, Um, which uh, is fun. It seems fun. Uh, So let's talk about our first film, which we watched. um, What did we we watch, man? We watched Champions, a former minor league baseball baseball basketball coach is ordered by the court to manage a team of players with intellectual disabilities yes he soon realizes that despite his doubts together this team can go further than they ever imagined directed by one of the the farley brothers bobby farley written by mark rizzo based on the spanish film campeones that was written by jesse fezer uh david marquez um why do they give them both? Oh, because they also get the story by credit, not only the, the written by. Okay. Uh, but stars Woody Harrelson, Caitlin Olson, Matt Cook, Ernie Hudson, 
Cheech Marin, Madison Telvin, Joshua Felder, uh, Kevin uh, Inachi, who that's an Italian name, Ian Nucci, Ian Nucci, Ast- uh, Ashton Gunning, um, Matthew Von, uh, Matthew Von Der Ahe, Tom Sinclair, uh, James Day Keith, Alex Hintz, <laughs> Casey Metcalf, Bradley Edens. I just want to read all their names because yeah. you know they were they were the cast. Yeah, nobody cares. No, I mean, they're, they're, they're the, you know, the, the, but the thing is, they nobody, were so, I'm just saying, I mean, the people listening. Yeah. I don't mean, like, yeah. you know, the world. <laughs> it, you know, like, um, yeah, but so, what did you think of the movie? Um, This movie was cool. Fucking, it was just like, like, kind of what you kind of expect in a sense without having Johnny Knoxville in it, of course. Oh, you're talking uh, about The Ringer, which I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. Being more more chill, you know, more uh, more. It's not as exaggerated a comedy, yes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Johnny Knoxville got a lot of heat for The Ringer because you know the special needs guys that he worked with. A lot of people were like, "You're you're making fun of special needs people," and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. All the bad stuff happens to me. I'm the joke. I, I'm the one who has to learn that not to be a jerk. You know, like yeah. it, it's basically. And so, this movie is basically the same plot, but it it felt to me like. Very yeah, same plot, but this fool's more, um, he's more, like, arrogant in the sense that he thinks that he needs to be in the NBA world rather yeah. than doing anything else. You know, it kind of doesn't matter that he's with these kids, you know what I mean? Like, that, that they're, them having special needs doesn't really fucking bother him at all. It's just the fact that he has to fucking uh, get out of where he thinks his league is, yeah. where, and he's not, you know what I mean? For me, this so movie he, like, fucking wants to piss on the world was very reminiscent of The Mighty Ducks. Okay, you know, yeah. because uh, the coach in Mighty Ducks, he also gets arrested for DUI and has to commit uh, community service, and he comes across this ragtag group of hockey, hockey players. I don't remember that. Um, I do remember it because I love. Uh, Full I, mean, I already forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I love him, uh, Stephen. Nope, Fulgore. <laughs> what's, what's his what's name? What's the fucking guy? The Bash Bros. <laughs> the, the Charlie Sheen's brother. Oh, fucking uh, Emilio Estevez. Oh, my fucking God. How did I forget his fucking name? <laughs> yeah. I love Emilio <laughs> Yeah, Emilio Estevez is fucking cool. Yeah. I love Emilio Estevez so much, I forgot his name. Yeah. His, but, their other brother, too, uh, fucking super cool cat. He's not, he's, not, he's not the famous one at all. but Yeah, yeah, but he's super cool. He's yeah, super, super cool. He's assistance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah I, but that's what it reminded me of. Um, I felt like the movie, it was your typical kind of like coach has to learn to not be such a douche. Yeah, storyline, but just told through the you know uh, with special needs kids. Yeah, um, and Which I, I mean, think all them all them played off uh, played great fucking roles. They're, they yeah, the no. characters that they embodied uh, were fucking well well done. You know what I mean? Uh, Constantino was a particular standout. Um, just her attitude towards the coach, oh, yeah. like the sassiness, yeah. I, I loved. Yeah, for um, sure. I, for me, the biggest problem was Woody Harrelson. I think you should have recast it with somebody a little bit more likable. He he felt really stiff in his performance. Like, that's the only complaint I have about the movie. Yeah, I think so. You're right. Um, you know, um, enjoyable nonetheless. Yeah, he's, not, he's not too, like, uh, uh, charismatic in it. You know what I mean? No, he's, and he typically, there's been roles where he's been very charismatic. And yeah, this one, it just felt like he was almost dialing it in. But you could tell because of the music sequence at the end that he did have fun with the kids. It yeah. just, it didn't capture very well on film for this role. Yeah, maybe he's um, trying to make them shine a bit more. And he was trying to give me just like, kind of just chill out. I want them to shine and, and, yeah. and me be in the background in a sense, you know? Yeah, but it also shows that what I like about the film is that it, it be, even though he's a jerk, people still saw that he was a good guy. Maybe not Caitlin Olsen's character of Alex, 
but definitely like Ernie Hudson and, um, you know, the, um, assistant coach, um, Sonny. Yeah. Um, you know, they saw that he is a good guy when he wants to be, but like he was just in his own fucking head about like the grander inspiration or the aspirations that he had. Um, and so it was really nice to see that there were people that were still willing to give him the shot to grow and change and be a better person. And, you know, I, I did like how the movie ultimately ended up playing out. Yeah. Like, I did have a lot of fun. I know critics didn't like the film, um, but I think they're wrong on this one because, you know, it, it, it told a story that was character growth from start to finish. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not perfect. Like, it definitely could use some pacing issues. Like That's what I was going to say. It's a little slow. They kind of stretch it out. Yeah. It's because the movie's two hours and 10 minutes, including yeah, credits. A little tightness would have been... A little been. tightness would have uh, would have definitely helped out with that. Yeah. Like, you know, you would have sped up the process of his journey. Um, but again, I think he might have had too many supporting characters. Not the basketball team, but the actual adults in his life. Yeah. There might have been one too many of them For to sure. actually balance out. Because you actually don't need the romance. Yeah, that's true. You, you know what no. I mean? Like, you, you know, uh, but... Although Caitlin Olsen's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, she was, yeah, she's just really charming and natural, like, yeah. feeling, like, in in the role. Like, I think Caitlin, some of the Cheech Marin, uh Cheech Marin wasn't too, like, necessary either, in a sense. No, he wasn't too necessary. I like that he was there because when he was giving the exposition that's of, your, Yeah, that's what's necessary, for sure. Yeah, you know, it was necessary for the story, but also it showed that the perception that we have as able-bodied people that people who have disabilities still live fulfilling lives. Yeah, fuck And yeah. We, we, we tend to ignore that from time to time. And yeah. I feel like this movie was a good reminder, like, dude, everybody has the opportunity to live a fulfilled life. And just because, you know, they have disabilities doesn't mean that you get to see them as disabled. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're human beings who are existing on this plane. And, you know, you should treat them like people. Like, yeah. you know, and so I, I think... That was that was a, a really good like that was a really heartwarming moment because you saw like the bonds that the basketball team had made outside yeah. of the uh, gym and it was really nice. To, Overall, to have. movie was a fucking fun film. You know, it was chill, nothing too outlandish, nothing too crazy. Uh, good little, good little fucking uh, feel good story. Yeah. So it was cool. It, yeah. it was cool. I, I, I I think it's definitely worth a watch for sure. I think it's definitely worth a watch. Um, you know what's definitely not worth it? This beer. I don't like it at all. Like, yeah, it's 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 too, it's too much, and I don't like that after finish at all. Like, it, and I definitely doesn't feel like the beer has expired or anything. But it doesn't because def- I don't think the beer is expired. But no, it's not. It, I feel like it's just a weird combination of the flavors with that smoothie style finish. It really drives me a little nuts. Yeah, the fucking, uh, like, the berry. You don't get almost any berry. It's like a weird berry, you know? It's like a, not yeah. in a... It's more tart than anything else. It's a schnozberry, like, you yeah. know? It's the one that Willy Wonka's had hidden a in the fucking... Schnozberry. It yeah. tastes like schnozberry. Yeah, it tastes like fucking schnozberry. And schnozberries, they, they, taste, they don't taste too good. Yeah. No, I, I honestly particularly don't care for this drink. Um, So, yeah, I'm, uh, once again, not going to finish my drink. Um, and now yeah, we're gonna, I'm just trying to slam it down, to be honest. Yeah, I see you slamming it over there. Uh, now we're going to talk about the second film of the week, uh, the bigger film of the week. Pay good money the, for this shit. The money, uh, the money making illum- uh, illumination film, 
Super Mario Brothers that brought in $146 million over to the three-day weekend, but it opened up on Wednesday. Which so brought it kind, of kind of a cheat, cheat code. No, the, the one hundred forty six dollars is only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. One hundred forty six dollars, damn. One hundred forty six million. Sorry, oh, I was um, like, damn, they didn't make that much. On Wednesday, Thursday, it brought in the additional cash, bringing its overall five day total to two hundred and four million dollars, which uh, is shattering records left and right. It's the story of the Super Mario Brothers on their journey to Mario. through the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, directed by four people. You have Aaron Horvath. Michael Jelenic, uh, Pierre Ladoc, and Fabian Pollock, um, written by Matthew Fogel, who did um, the Lego movie part two. He also did The Rise of Gru, and it stars uh, in credits order Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, Jack Kamek. Black as Bowser, uh, Carrie Payton as Penguin King, Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Charles Marinette is actually there. Uh, the original Mario voice, who plays Mario's dad and the character Giuseppe. Yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco. Calco. Um, Reno Romano. Um, Keegan-Michael Key. Um, who else we got here? Anya Taylor-Joy, Fred Armisen, Seth Rogen, and many, many more. more tons of voice actors in this film. Um, I was yeah, a little concerned about Chris Pratt going into it. What did you think of the film overall, though? What did I think of the film? Yeah. I thought it was just okay. Okay. Um, why? Well, why would you say just okay? I think it felt to me like they took chunks of story and mushed it together to make a story. And so I feel like it doesn't have a real natural flow to it. I liked a lot of moments in the film. Like there's a lot of little moments where I did chuckle or I, or I was impressed by the visuals. Um, like Jack Black to me is the guy who stole the show. As Bowser. Yeah. I like that they made Bowser kind of a pathetic loser because it seems like he should be that kind of character, right? Yeah, yeah. Peaches, peaches, peaches. He's just fucking uh he's just fucking big and shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. but I, I I he stole the show for me and I also really liked um Keegan Michael Key as Toad. I know there are some people who didn't particularly care for his voice. Okay. But but I particularly care for him. Like, what are your thoughts initially? Like that was that's who Toad was? That's who Toad was. Nah, I fucking I enjoyed this film a lot, man. I yeah. thought it was a fucking what exactly you would think a Super Mario movie should be, where it's not like okay, so the video game you start the fucking game in the first level and the fucking all you see is fucking Bowser. He grabs fucking to uh, Princess Peach and doesn't say anything, you know. Yeah. He just goes Arr! and yeah. grabs her and then he goes Me and Mario, yeah. <laughs> and you know that's what? it. So for me, it's like <laughs> to get to build this whole fucking film around that plot. <laughs> you know what I mean? For me, it's like sure, sure, it, sure, sure, it, sure. It, it, no, I, it makes sense to go in this direction. Yeah, I like the fact that they they made uh, Bowser so uh, uh, so like like you're saying like so fucking like kind of like whack and like oh just uh, he's a big he's, like so obsessed with this fucking with this princess and he 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 can't live without her. You yeah, know what I mean? no, you know, he's super exactly. obsessed. You know what I mean? He's like he's never gonna have her, but if he can't have her, well, he's gonna fucking destroy everything. You know what I mean? But his attempts, but he nevertheless he's gonna attempt. To try to fucking swoo her, you know. I got you a superstar. <laughs> yeah, which is. Um, I just think that that, that kind of shit. I, I uh, like, the, like, like I, I said, did the, enjoy. You there know? was moments of the film, and I know that Mario is not a plot heavy. Yeah, and even the way that they filmed it, like, well, not they filmed it, but the way they fucking animated it with, like, in the, 
in the fucking like side view, you know what I mean? Like if you're playing the game, oh, like and, when some, know, like certain, certain, some of the sequences, certain sequences sure. like, did that. I like I like that kind of shit. Yeah, no, I, you know, of course they were gonna do that to pay homage to the fucking game and shit. But yeah, there was a lot of nods. Obviously, yeah. like when Mario is in the pizzeria, there's the original arcade cabinet for Mario Brothers. I, I also I also didn't like or how Donkey they kept, like how we were talking. Uh, how they separated, kept the fucking brothers separated for so long. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't. I didn't like that too, no, too much. No, I didn't particularly care for that either. Because they just kept pretty much uh, Luigi, just like ah, oh, you know, I was just in, scared in and shit. Just pretty much just a Mario I, film in a sense. You know I will mean? So, say that um, I I didn't also like. I didn't mean I didn't like Chris Pratt as Mario. I also didn't mm-hmm. like Charlie Day as Luigi. Nor did I like Anya Taylor Joy. I felt like Anya Taylor Joy came off as boring vocally. Um, like Princess Peach? Princess Peach. Yeah, and no, I didn't like Princess Peach for um, sure. I, I, mean, I, like, felt I like, didn't even like I, the way they animated her. Made yeah, her but, fucking look. They gave her away a big-ass head. <laughs> watch watch but, it but, again. But, certain but, spots are just like, why is her fucking head so massive? But, I, her body? but I think the problem is, is that, you know, Anya Taylor-Joy is not a voice actress. She's an actress. So for her to be in the studio. I don't even studio, know who that is. I never heard of her. We saw her in the menu. She's the girl from the menu. I never heard of her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck. Yeah, I, I get the name. She, I don't. I'm the, not gonna. I'm not. I can no, get. Yeah. If fucking. She showed me a picture of her. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that fucking chick. Lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, name wise, she's not that fucking famous for me to be like, oh yeah, okay. she's fucking. That's she, that's who that I is. I think she got really blown up with uh, the Queen's Gambit, like that show that she's the chess what person on Netflix that everybody was talking about. Uh oh, I never heard of it. Like, <laughs> no, I've heard I, of the Queen's Gambit. I just never seen that bullshit. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I had no real interest for seeing the Queen's yeah. Gambit. I don't I say I didn't Vikings watch it. is good. I don't watch that shit either. She's also in uh, the uh, the Northman with uh, Alexander Skarsgård. A bunch she's, of good shows. I she's just, she's the woman. She's the woman who gets imprisoned with him. She's the, in the Northman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell! How do you, I don't remember you. it that well either. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, like the North Thing was pretty good too. It was a good film. Yeah, she's the love interest. Yeah, she's the one who gets away at the end, and she's like, "Just come with me." And he's like, "No, I gotta go fight in the fucking volcano, butt naked with this dude." I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out at the moon. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, but like, like I felt like I, you know, I'm not trying to say like it's her fault. Like, I just feel like if you're an actor, you may not be a good voice actor. You know, it's the same thing. Like Charlie Day sounded like Charlie Day. You know, Chris Pratt sounded like Chris Pratt light. Like it wasn't like. Hey, it's me, Chris Pratt. It was like, hey, it's me, Chris Pratt. I'm like, dude, we all know, like, you're softening up the voice. Like, you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> the only one that I felt like got away with it was fucking Seth Rogen. Like, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, for some reason, for me, worked. <laughs> like, Donkey Kong, to me, comes off like a stoner. And so I was completely okay with Seth Rogen. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, for me, I guess I just didn't have a... I didn't have that fucking that crazy thoughts of like they kind of they kind of sounded like what you figured the fucking Luigi and Mario sounded from all the stuff from the eighties and the shit that I fucking kind of grew up on or remember at least. Captain you know, Lou even, Albano. even like the even like the way they did the homage for the TV show that used to the live TV show in the beginning of the film. Yeah, and do like the whole fucking I, the whole I, song and I, everything. That shit was fucking dope. I did like that. But see, the thing is, even the voices. Yeah, at first I was like, they kind of tr- they're trying to sound like Mario. Like Chris Pratt was trying to sound like Mario, and and Charlie Day was kind of trying to sound like Luigi with trying to do like a little bit of the Italian or you know the the fucking exaggerated Italian or like stigma. The exaggerated stig- Italian for the commercial. Stigma, yeah, stigma fucking type of yeah. But they start they still talk. They still tried to talk like that throughout the whole film, but I just didn't. Uh, I didn't care to fucking really uh, dissect that in a sense. I was just like letting, taking it in for what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because I just I wanted to. I, I wanted to fucking uh, 
enjoy the film and, and, and to see what exactly it brings to the table, not not well, thinking I, about all, I, about voices in a sense. Well, like, you know, like I'm but, watching but the- that what you said about fucking the Princess Peach, I, I, I agree with that. But Chris Pratt didn't bother me or, or fucking Charlie Day. But yeah, you can like, say that like it is for, Charlie Day. For, so no, no, I mean, like, but, for me, but for me, like, I felt like they were miscast. Like, I think there was okay. somebody with more charm or whatever in their voice that could pull it off. Um, like it, it just, for me, it didn't particularly work all the time. Like I, there were moments where Charlie Day worked more. There was moments yeah. where, where, where Chris Pratt worked. But for me overall, I feel like give it to voice actors who know how to, sh- how to shine a little bit more, right? Like people who work in the video game industry that have done, you know, voices for their professional lives that you're not going to be able to tell who they are unless you really know the voice actors work. Uh, you know, because, uh, you know, Charles uh, Mara, Bar- uh, Martinet, who does the original Mario voice, he does Mario's dad in the animated story. And, yeah. I, and I felt like when he was with the family, the people who were talking had a little bit more oomph with, like, their voices. Like, they just kind of felt a little toned down. I don't know. Like, it just... And I was, you know... Well... I think I was just hoping that it wouldn't suck, which it doesn't suck. It, it's yeah. not... But I, I would not say it was like amazing and i think like definitely it's not geared towards me it's geared towards this is definitely a children's film yeah like there's no there's no subtle uh adult humor hidden in there there's none of that shit like yeah. it is a child's film and so i think like children really will enjoy it I it's think very parents, fucking it's well yeah like, i think parents will enjoy like just the, the, the fact that they get laugh out at, you laugh at in a sense was just that you laugh at a lot at bowser and the, the way he would conduct his behavior yeah. towards peach like when like the fucking the way he starts to sing and all that bullshit yeah you know all that kind of shit is the is the is the funny nature that that an adult can fucking uh admire yeah like you know the, I mean? that the, the that kind of humor worked like i think like when there were other jokes in the story that were just so little kid it it didn't land for me i yeah. just i was just no, like well, okay cool. I, I, I also go in with that mind that fucking mind that it's the fucking it's an animated film so it can't be it's not gonna be so adultish because animated films always kind of you know kids kind of generate towards that kind of stuff you know what i mean especially big hollywood film you know sure. it's not gonna be like sure that. you know exactly you know it's not gonna be beowulf and beowulf fucking sucks so you know what i mean uh, well, yeah, but I mean, Beowulf was a fucking mess. But dude. you know what I mean, though. That's my fucking point. That no, made that I mean, for like fucking adults. But, but I mean, the thing is, but the thing is, is that you know, like, uh, you know, How to Train Your Dragon too, is you know, relatively has a humor, but has like yeah, that's but that's also know. for me. That's you like that film for me. I don't really care for it. Yeah, it was good and everything, but I'm, I don't fucking I don't really give a shit about the fucking movie. It was just like whatever. But I understand wh- wh- why I, you like, I, why I, you enjoy well, so well, much of it I, because of how they how the the plot really really comes together a lot a lot fucking stronger for sure. It makes yeah, the 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 connections in Super Mario right but for me also I'm not an animated I don't really watch movies like that too often either. Yeah. I like all sorts of movies, right? Yeah, like foreign, exactly. Yeah. You, yeah, you like shit like that way more than I foreign do. Foreign films, sure. documentaries, like yeah. you, you name it, like I I'll, I'll watch it. But like for me, it felt very almost coincidence how the plot connected in its tissue. Yeah. And also the fact that Mario shows up to this world and nobody, some people feel like they know who he is, and some people react like they don't know who he is. Like, I don't know how Bowser came to understand who the fuck Mario was. And so, like, stuff like that, like, it stands out to me, because I'm like, just at least make it make sense. Connect it a little bit. Like, that, that's all I'm asking for. Like, I'm not asking for a grand fucking adventure, which, I mean, honestly, like, uh, again, a lot I of the shit... Didn't he, didn't he find out about him through Luigi? 
It, I could have sworn that's what the fuck happened. I don't know if they ever actually talk about it. They said his brother, I, but they didn't know his name. I don't know. I guess it's, I don't know. I can't remember that yeah. well either, but yeah. it's an now, assumption. Actually, I could have, you point I could have, it out. Like, I'm like, I could have remembered that. I'm pretty actually, sure that that did happen, but I don't remember that conversation. Yeah, also, exactly. the kid, the kid, not the kid, but the the the, the star from uh, Super Mario Galaxy, uh, who was like, Welcome to your death. I thought that was uh, cute yeah. at first. And then nah, I was like, I didn't, I didn't. and then you were going to run that joke into the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, which is exactly what Taika Watiti did with the goats in Thor Love and Thunder. No. <laughs> No, that movie was just Thor and Thunder was just fuck, man. No, I mean that's, that's another even, thing, right? Like, that's a fucking that's shit a bad film, movie for sure. That's a bad movie, right? But Mario is not a bad movie for me. It was okay. I think it did it had great pace. Shit, like I that. would say it had I, some the, pacing issues. I, I didn't like the fucking fact. The one part I didn't like is where they kept showing him like fucking uh, uh, fail from the fucking trying to do that the fucking uh, oh the eighties little music. challenge and shit. The eighties was kind of kind of like whack. It was also, distracting but, as fuck because. I don't give a shit about the 80s music. Like, I understand there's a bunch of 80s adults going to go watch yeah. this thing. But guess what? We didn't fucking listen to this shit. Like, you know, like 80s kids really listened to music in the 90s. Nirvana, the grunge movement, hip-hop, gangster rap. Yeah. You know, like, that shit is where we fucking sat. You know, not fucking uh, the Footloose song, I Need a Hero. Which is what I remember as a child, but I didn't get, you know, like when the tractors were fucking going towards each other. I do need a hero. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I felt like the 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 real world music was distracting. Um, and then you didn't say until the end credits, right? Nah, so, fuck no. I'm so trying you, to get the fuck up out of there as fast as possible, man. So you didn't I don't see like, I don't like the, fucking uh, crowding around fucking people. I'm the first one out. Like, I don't want to be walking around that little fucking tiny little hallway. Fucking somebody breathing down my neck. I'm not that. Uh, yeah. I'd rather just... I so sometimes did. I don't even like fucking. I know you're always gonna fucking stay, so it's like I just ask Sam if there was end credits. <laughs> yeah, there was end credits. They weren't that big. There was a mid credit scene where Bowser is singing his Peaches song. Yeah, uh, and then they pull the camera back, and he's like miniature. Um, and then um, they have Yoshi as the end credit, where the egg is in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, and it starts hatching, and then you hear Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah, and then that's how it cuts well. and ends. I mean, like honestly, I think. You know, a decent start that you can definitely build from and then go from there. But I wouldn't say it's something that is, like, fucking mind-blowing. Like, I see, the dis- I see the difference between the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is 96%, compared to the critics saying it's 58%. Uh, and I think, like, this is a, a middle-ground movie. I think it's, it's, it's enough to get you across the finish line. Like, yeah. Like, and, and that's kind of where I sit with the film. Like, it's, it's a beautiful film. Uh, I think the 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 composer of the music, you know, with all the homages and all the stuff that's going on uh, in, you know, d- done by Brian Taylor, uh, Tyler, um, you know, doing the music that's based off of the original Koji Kondo themes from Nintendo. I thought that shit was great. Yeah. I thought that stuff was really fucking cool. I like some, you know, the homages to some of the games. Luigi's Mansion, when fucking Luigi ends up in the Bowser Land. Yeah. And it's got the clouds, uh, the moon, and the sky with the trees and how they're bent in the original Luigi's Mansion. And I like shit like that. Like that, I appreciated it. I just felt like if they had just connected it a little bit better, I think for me, I would have really loved the film instead of just being like entertained, but it still felt a little short in terms of like the narrative plot. Yeah. But again, you're right. It is a Mario game. Like 
What is Super Mario 64's plot line? Mario goes to go get cake at Peach's Castle, and he's captured everybody within the paintings. Yeah. So, it's like, I mean, like, I get there's it. barely any yeah. fucking talking there's in them any, fucking yeah, things. You know what I mean? There's the barely fucking, any story. Uh, the fucking Bowsers or the fucking little bomb fools that tell you how to fucking use the cannon talk more. Yeah. I and mean, that's, why, that's why I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know. Or, or I didn't go in there with a fucking super high bar. Like, oh, this is going to have a fucking sick-ass plot. And all sorts. I, that, I definitely didn't think so. I'm like, they, they're trying to morph the game into a fucking film that people are just going to like. Yeah. So I, didn't, I was like, how are they going to do that when there's no real plot to fucking but this is Mario. Even if you think about the 80s Mario game, like, what the fuck did he, did he what was he doing? Yeah, but this is definitely going to open the door to uh, other properties, right? Because they have The Legend of Zelda. They have, um, you know, Metroid. If they do them fucking right, it'll be sick. I I think The Legend of Zelda would work better as an animated series compared to a movie just because the games are so big. Like, they're dense fucking stories with a lot of lore. But at that point, you have to start thinking about who's really going to be right to cast like Link. Like I couldn't tell you who I would even start with, like because Link doesn't no, have, have a voice. Be, it has to be animated for sure. No, no, but animated for sure. But I mean, at the same time, like Link has to be somebody who fits the character right, and he doesn't talk, so it's yeah. pretty much left up to your imagination. But um, yeah. So yeah, overall, go watch Mario. It's it. You're gonna be entertained. It's like, a fucking, I will say yeah, that. it's a good fucking film. I like. I definitely enjoyed it. I would definitely recommend it. I'm definitely gonna watch it again. Yeah. It's a it's a fucking fun film for sure. It's just a it's just a fun film. There's nothing else about it really. It's just a a, a fun time. You go there and you're gonna have, to have a smile on your fucking face because you're watching fucking Mario. And that is Super Mario. Super me Mario. Mario. Me and Mario. Uh, you know, um, Ben what's, what's your favorite Mario game? Ben <laughs> Uh My favorite Mario your game. Your favorite Mario is game. Fucking. Ah uh, oh, man, it's kind of a top. That's probably Super Mario World. Super Mario World's fucking yeah. great. I mean, incredible. That, that's fucking probably, incredible. That's probably my favorite one. Really, yeah. really close right. to to fucking uh, Mario sixty four for me. It's one or the other. Also close. Yeah. Also, dude, there's so many. I mean, dude, I've loved every Mario game. Those are, those Super are Mario Sunshine. I loved. I know people hated uh, yeah. it, but I loved it. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Super Mario Odyssey. Fucking fantastic. Uh, Super Mario three D World. <laughs> like all that shit. I fucking love it. Um, I don't know if I could pick a favorite Mario game, but I, I'll probably lean Super Mario World as well. Uh, followed probably really closely by um, Odyssey. I think Odyssey really built on everything they've learned from making all the Mario games. Like, it's fucking incredible. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to play it. Um, that game is fucking tight. Yeah. 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 Um, but all right, guys, for oh, next week. Those are good fucking games. Those are yeah, good games. Good, yeah. Classicals. Classicals. Indito. Indito. Indubitably. In destructible yeah. all right guys for next week we're gonna be watching two new films we're gonna actually watch rrr on netflix someone requested it somebody did request it so we're gonna give it a fucking watch we're gonna give it a watch we're gonna give it a judge we're gonna we're gonna judge and watch we're gonna you know like we mr might, game we and watch ex- we might execute too like like mr game and watch we're gonna mr judge and watch yeah <laughs> uh, and i'm sleeping while i'm watching i'm here all week who knows uh, and then we're going to watch the Adam Driver film, 65, Dinosaurs and Space Guns. Yes, so it should be space and, fun. And that's in theaters, or you can actually rent it on Vudu. Um, and then, um, yeah, so they're going to be the two films of the week. As yeah, a, as fucking, uh, I don't have any tidbits again this week, unfortunately. Nothing's really been popping in the city. Popping. Um, All right, you, there's this fucking con- a, a little, um, little contest or little thing you could join or try to, like, fucking go on, which is... Um, Finland was like fucking sending, you know, bringing people over there to fucking live. 
Oh yeah, like to test their happiness and all that shit. But it's already been uh, you can't sign up anymore, so it's like uh, I don't want to fucking put it out there anymore. It's fucking pointless. I mean, if you live in the city of Los Angeles, uh, April twenty second and April twenty third, there will be the Festival of Books at the USC campus. And April twenty second is the uh, Ryan Garcia fucking tank fight. So uh, I'm going for Ryan Garcia, of course. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. That's gonna be a great fucking is fight. That UFC that thing? Is, no, that's fucking actual boxing. Oh, actual oh, boxing. Dude, these are like the dudes. The dudes. The These dudes, guys is this, are like, the is this like middleweight or what is this? Yes. No, I want heavyweight. These guys, no, nah, but dude, want, the fucking, no, this kid's Ryan Garcia, man, his fucking speed is just, what the fuck? He's El Speedy Gonzalez? Yes, El Gonzalez. He's like, he's like fucking uh, Jet Li and shit, that quick hands when he had when he was yeah. younger. Straight up. Um, Straight up, no lie, dude. You yeah. Should fucking, you should, if you look him up, he's fucking crazy. He's a fucking young ass kid, but he's fucking whooping ass. Okay, so um, again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, Anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros. Uh, Instagram, the Renderos Bros. Speedy Gonzalez is very racist, by the way. It is. I don't know why he still exists as a but character. But Slowpoke Rodriguez oh. isn't. Oh, <laughs> It's because... Dude, stupid. if you... I have my fucking iTunes shit, so I fucking bought a, uh, some old uh, Speedy Gonzalez... Uh, yeah, because they're dude, still... Dude, they're fucking so fucking racist, dog. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. I... I, I I'm not gonna lie, it, it brings a chuckle to my face you know, every time I watch it. You know the the, the funny <laughs> thing like, was the is that you got away with this shit. Uh, when Ted Turner originally bought Warner Brothers back in the day, obviously it sold and sold and sold multiple times uh, from there on. He had actually taken out uh, all the racist Looney Tunes stuff and vaulted it. Okay. And dumbass Latinos wrote a fucking letter writing campaign and be like, "No, he represents us." And so he's like. Uh, I guess I'll the bring it back. The other I'll, I'll bring it back then. <laughs> All the fucking little fucking mouses are like, I do banding that in the pistola. Yeah, that's on a dom dina queso. Like, and I'm like, yo fui da gaun. Me gusta leche. Yeah, like what the yeah. fuck? No, dude? Like, dude, I was like watching this shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but the motherfucking his. I was laughing my people. ass off. I'm not gonna lie, I was laughing yeah. my ass off at the same time. Well, because so. it's 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 surprising that you know like yeah, my these yeah. fuckers got away with this shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, because I mean it was the 40s. <laughs> like, holy shit, yeah, dude! Fucking goddamn it! But it's still on iTunes and yeah. it's you know of course I mean it's there. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, those are the two films RRR and 65. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe out there, and uh, if you do subscribe to us, rate us, review us, share us, share yeah. our link. Tell people about us. I know Tell that your friends. We, we really appreciate the time you take to fucking hang out with two moronic brothers uh, who, you know, are so busy with their adult lives that they force themselves to get together and Yeah, but out. their fucking movie opinions count. That's they right. They matter in this like, world. Your opinion matters Don't fucking when forget. it comes to movies. When it comes to other it only people. Matters, it only matters to you, though. Just and their lives. <laughs> when it comes to other people in their lives, your opinion doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It Work harder. Nobody you, cares. You hear me, Kid Rock? You little fucking snowflake? You're going to fucking light up Bud Light fucking cans? Yeah, you're going to run and go get yourself a Whamburger <laughs> <laughs> and some French fries? Somebody call Kid Rock an ambulance because yeah. he's such a fucking pussy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like my Bud Lights. Uh, God, I'm sorry. Uh, Devil without a cause. He's going platinum. <laughs> Such a shitty. I remember when he got booed his whole set. Bow with Summer, bow. San- <laughs> Summer Sanitarium. All right, guys. We're- <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe. Late.